This is the Going in Circles podcast, hosted by Horseman Chuck Simon. To become a sponsor, to suggest topics, or for questions, email goingincirclespodcast at gmail.com. And log on to our Facebook page, Going in Circles Podcast. Here's your host, Chuck Simon. Okay, we're back at Going in Circles Live. I really, really believe that that handicap kind of system will work. I, I'm not I'm not sold on Equibase coming up with the the figures for it. I, I know Sal's going to use Equibase and he's working with them and um certainly um it'll be interesting to see how, how it's how it goes. Um what kind of fields he can get um and, and how the betting goes. I, I hope it's a big success because I really believe that um that sort of system can be implemented we can still have allowance races. We can still have stake races. We can still have maiden races. But, uh, um, you know, claiming races are a problem. And we wouldn't be getting rid of them completely. We would just be offering a, a different set of conditions. And we would be giving owners a chance to uh, to kind of see what they have before they have to put their horse up for sale. And uh, I think that's a, a pretty reasonable take. Of course, it's his horse racing and... Uh, it's difficult to get um, people on board with new ideas until it's uh, until they, they they realize they actually want them and then they they can't get enough of them. But um, uh, with us now is is uh, our friend from the, the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation, Kim Weir. Kim, how are you? Hey there, Chuck. I am well. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing just just fine. And uh, you had contacted me and said that you guys have have more news. You know, it's guy. I think you're probably going. What? What is it with this woman and always having something to talk about? That's a good thing. But it's indeed, a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> we feel very grateful because each of these things that I come reaching out to you is an example of someone supporting the horses, and we're just the spokesperson for them. And and it's just a wonderful thing for for all of us. So it's it's great to have a chance to be in touch and to, to share some more good news. We we are. We are in the midst of a very big day in our TRF history today. So thank you for letting me come on and, and talk about it a little bit. Anytime, Kim. We'd love to hear about it. Well, well, I am actually speaking to you from uh, the beautiful bluegrass state, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, um, which is a little different. Usually when you and I are talking, I'm somewhere in the Saratoga area. So I've, I've broken out of upstate New York, and I'm here in the outskirts of Louisville in Prospect, Kentucky, specifically. I know where that and is. And I'm standing. <laughs> yeah, do you know it well? Do you I, know this I, area? I, I do know it, yes. Oh, I, it's, I lived in it, Kentucky. It is beautiful. I lived in Kentucky for <laughs> 10 years. Oh, oh yeah. Well, it, that, it's a beautiful place, and I was lucky to be here for these couple weeks. So I got away from the winter of Saratoga to full tilt spring in Kentucky. Um, so I'm here, and I'm actually here at our very exciting brand-new TRF Sanctuary Farm at Chestnut Hall. So it is a rare day that we open a new farm, uh, and yet I, I said that last time we talked when we were opening the juvenile program. That was also a rare day. Um, but here we are a month later with another farm and another, another great story to tell. So I'm, I'm here to tell that story. <laughs> great. Uh, we, like, we like that these things are less rare. Yes, exactly. Thank you. And I think that is, it's, I say it's like the wind at our back, you know, that there's a momentum building, and it's thanks to folks like you who 
who care so passionately and, and give us all a platform to talk about these important things, these important horses. But that's what has been happening is we've just had a, a, a good series of events. I, I like to think that each one might inspire the next. So today we are celebrating something quite extraordinary, and it is what is essentially the gift of a brand-new farm that we, we were never looking for, <laughs> but it came to find us in Prospect, Kentucky, where we have now settled in 10 of our beloved thoroughbreds, um, and they are going to live out their days right in Prospect, which, which means they are right in the middle. I, I kind of laughingly call this the sanctuary in the suburbs, and I'm looking out the window as we speak, Chuck. I'm looking at three of our horses, and I'm also looking at the beautiful homes whose backyard the horse is basically living in now. So this farm is in um, in Prospect, but it adjoins a, a neighborhood called Hillcrest, which is about 500 rather huge homes. And our horses uh, are now right here in the middle of all that, which, which is precisely the gift that this farm gives us, is to take our horses and to put them in a situation where they can teach and demonstrate just how majestic they are and just how how much they deserve a happy, beautiful life. So we're, we're using these horses. They're now in the teacher role that we all know. Horses teach us all so many things. And these horses are here to live out their days and to give the Louisville community in its broadest definition um, an exposure to, to racehorses and specifically to retired racehorses. That is what we're doing here, and we are so, so excited about it. That, that sounds that's, – that's great. I mean – your guys' reach has just expanded uh, quite a bit just in the last, um, you know, year or so. Well, again, that, that winded our back, and, good, you know, it all happens through good folks, and, and everyone plays a role. You, as I can't say enough, Chuck, play that role in connecting the dots. But, you know, I, I, just, I just want everyone who's listening, who does support us, who cares about what we do to know everyone's playing a, a part in this. There are more people behind the scenes of this Chestnut Hall story than I can, than I can count or that I would try to tell you. But it, it's an example of someone, in, in the case of this story, it is one individual who thought, I'm going to do something that saves some farmland, which is the, the land we're on, about 30 acres here in Prospect, that was on the market and it was slated for development. So this starts with a farm story, like a save the land sort of story. And that same individual said, listen, I want to put horses on it so that the people and the community of Louisville can actually interact with these horses and understand what this whole thing is. What is this racing industry? You know, you know Louisville well. It isn't the horsiest of towns. It's not Lexington. It's, it's kind of a moderate-sized city where people don't have horse experience. And, and this, this wonderful individual said, we're going to do this. And, and the mandate to the charity that, that sort of accepted the challenge was very simple. Bring the people to the farm to meet the horses. Use the farm as an educational platform. And if, if you don't do that, that, then you're not the right fit. And if you will do that, then we have essentially an unlimited opportunity. This is a place all of your listeners, all of the racing fans can come and, and learn the story of thoroughbred aftercare. So that's, that began today, and that's why it's so fun to talk to you today, because today is the, the first day of a brand-new chapter for us. Well, the more of these facilities that exist, the, the better. And, uh, I mean, Kentucky, of course, is a natural fit. You know, and like you said, Louisville is not the horsey town that uh, Lexington is. But you don't have to travel that far out of Louisville to, uh, to start seeing fences with horses on it. So yeah. it's, a, it's a good thing. And, and uh, obviously, um, like I said, the, the more of these facilities that, that pop up, the better is that um, 
you know, we're always going to have a need for them. And there's going to be a, um, a, a knowing that there's a soft landing place for a group of horses in, in different areas is, is really, uh, it's a ben, it's beneficial to the the industry as a whole. And, um, yeah. you know, it, it, it's great for the horses and it's great for the connections. And especially when people um, are willing to support it financially and uh, knowing that, hey, their horse can go to a facility like this and they're going to be taken care of and they're not going yeah. to wind up in a in a bad place and and that's um you know an unfortunate reality of the world in that not everyone does what they say they're going to do so having places uh like um like you you know what you guys do in a TAA accredited places and um you know some of the stuff down here that Florida Track does and uh, they're just yeah. you know the, this is something that that was missing in our business for a long long time and um we probably can't ever do enough, but, uh, you know, people like you guys and your organization are, are just, you know, keeping, uh, keep expanding and keep getting bigger and keep, uh, touching new, uh, new areas. And, and, uh, it just, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's all positive. And of course, you know, we, we still need people to donate. Of course, money yeah. is, is, uh, horses don't, uh, you know, horses eat a lot. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> they do. <laughs> You know the the price um, of uh, feed and hay and, and and all those kind of things is it's it's not uh, it's not cheap but uh, I mean it's it's the right thing to do and and uh, hopefully you know we always support um, you know whatever your guys do whatever endeavors you do and anything that we can do to help of course we're always going to support. Well, we are so grateful for that, and I think that we're you know we're right. There's probably never we're, we're never done. The work may never be done, but it will be lighter work if more are involved. You know, that's what we all know is that if we all do our part and we all do what we can, which is different for each of us, uh, we can we can get there. And, and you know, this, this platform here is one where we will be speaking. Of course, we're telling the story of the TRF and our horses, but we're telling the story of the thoroughbred and, and, all, and all that that means and, and all that that can mean for these folks who, you know, maybe the casual racing fan who now get to sort of see what a 25-year-old racehorse looks like. And, and if everyone, you know, is moved in whatever way, it makes the whole endeavor, you know, easier for all of us to get more people involved and also to see the sport in all of its facets, right? This is, uh, we know, you know so well, <laughs> Chuck, how, how multifaceted it is. And, and so just, just having a place where we can tell our story so vividly and so visually Openly, that's that's what this gives us. For the TRF, it's something we've never had because our horses, as you know, live in prisons and they live in private farms. So now, you know, using this to the fullest extent for all of the all of the aftercare community that we're a part of, and all of the the racing folks who love these horses, we just want this to be that place. So today was a big day because we had a whole bunch of VIPs that that I have to brag a little bit that somehow we managed to have both. Um, Anita and Graham Motion. Anita's on our board, but Graham Motion was here. Johnny Velasquez was here. Um, we had the warden from our Blackburn program in Lexington here with our our Second Chances instructor. And, um, you know, just fun to kind of have a place to invite everybody over and to see the horses and, and to brainstorm a little bit. So I can promise you I'll have more to tell you about this farm, Chuck, as the time unfolds. Um, but it, the best part of all is that it will be a place where folks can come and just experience the horses and, and share that with the people that they want to share it with. So we'll, we'll keep you posted on all that. It's all pretty easy to find on our website. We've made it like a big pop-up, um, trfinc.org, for any of your listeners who want to learn about the farm, see some of the beautiful pictures, because it's a spectacular place. Like, there's, no, there's no getting around it. It's, 
just beautiful. And it's a place where we'll be gathering. We'll have um, horse country tours starting here in mid-May. Um, we'll be doing events here, and, and we want to welcome people to meet our horses. So, Chuck, next time you're in, in Louisville, you need to make sure you let me know because you need to come see this for yourself. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I rarely make it north of uh, West Palm Beach these days, but uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm jonesing to go uh, to Kentucky, visit uh, some friends up there in New York for sure this summer. Um, good, good. Know, the, the COVID thing kind of well, had everybody. Come. This is worth a stop. I think. I think. I think you. I won't be leading you astray to say put this on the agenda and and bring your friends and we'll make that happen. And uh, it's it's just a real opportunity. And and as is speaking with you about it. So I'm so grateful you let me kind of poke poke you on the shoulder and say, can I talk about this a little bit today? <laughs> it's such a pleasure to do it on this special opening day for us at the new sanctuary farm at Chestnut Hall. Yeah, you know, our timing works out good, the Tuesday show. You guys seem to do a lot of stuff on Tuesdays, so oh, <laughs> you know, Tuesdays works. It's that whole dark day mentality, like that's the day people pay attention. I don't know, uh, maybe that's ingrained in us. That, that is kind of, that's so true. Um, tell me a little bit more about the, the Woodford Reserve bottles that uh, the guys signed. Oh. Yeah, that's just such a wonderful thing. I'm telling you, part of it is just when the wind is at your back, you just, like, you got to keep running, right? <laughs> so this is an amazing opportunity. Um and, you know, the, of linking things. So today was the day, actually, that um, uh, Graham Motion and Johnny Velasquez came to town to sign the 500 limited edition Woodford Reserve Derby bottles that will be put on sale April 15th. So that's just next week. Um, that is a collaboration between Louisville Stoneware and Woodford Reserve, a, a wonderful um, collaboration that they sell those um, with a charity beneficiary. So I think, the, you know, they... They split the, I forget how they split the proceeds and, and the benefit. They cover their costs and then they split the proceeds. Well, they give them to us. They give them to a designated charity. And in, in our case this year, much to our amazement, um, we're the charity beneficiary. So that is really amazing. So they, they <laughs> chose you guys. I'm sorry? So they chose you. They chose us. They chose us. And it, it just was, I think it. It, it just was another sign that, you know, the good the good word is out there in the universe. So they sought us out, and I will tell you a fun thing is they, they sought us out, and we just were falling over ourselves saying thank you for this opportunity. But then they said, well, the, the only kind of caveat of, of being the chosen charity is that you need to help us figure out who who should we have signed the bottle, um, which, which would be daunting, except that um, thanks, thanks to Google and good luck, I thought, well, you know, who do we know well, um, and what was the most remarkable derby that I, I personally was at uh, was Animal Kingdom, and lo and behold, he was 10 years ago, and Anita's on our board, and so <laughs> within about um, two minutes, we had Anita saying, sure, I can get <laughs> Graham and Johnny to sign that bottle, and it'll be the 10-year commemorative bottle for Animal Kingdom. So, you know, we felt like we got to contribute a little. We obviously you know, we didn't do much. All we did is, you know, ask Anita. <laughs> she made it happen for the signatures. But I was tickled pink that we get to celebrate that that amazing Derby of Animal Kingdom, and um, and now now that's what that's what the bottle is. So those are going sale April fifteenth, and we will be pushing it out certainly through the TRF channels. But it's a big initiative, you know, that they they run the whole thing for us, and we just get to say thank you. And and boy, are we grateful to do that. So everyone listening should be, if they like Woodford Reserve and they like those beautiful bottles um these are freshly signed by johnny and graham today oh that's that's awesome and and, and it is kind of fitting that it's uh, the 10th anniversary of animal kingdom's win 
Um, it's kind of like, wow, I can't believe it's 10 years already. I know. I know. I, I, I don't have, where does the time go? I don't quite know. That's always a question. <laughs> no, I, I, I hear you. But, uh, uh, do you know, I have an interesting thing that, uh, you might may or may not know. You went out to lunch with my, my mom and dad. I, yes, I, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny and Charles. I love them. You have great mom and dad. Chuck, yeah. I have had lunch with them. Maybe at least once, and, and a couple phone calls. <laughs> my, my dad had seen that you were going to be on the show uh, last time you were on, and he said, oh, we went to we went to lunch with her. I was like, you did? He said, yeah, we donated a bunch of uh, art for, uh, you know, what one of the the projects or you it, know, one of the, the it parties. Was. It, was our, it was our silent auction at the barbecue at the barn in 2019, which was the which was tremendously successful thanks to your father's extraordinary collection of beautiful uh, racing art. Yeah, that was that was um, that was nice. He, he used to have, he, you know, he got a little bit. Uh, <laughs> he'd see a piece and he'd buy it, you know, and he wasn't really sure where he'd hang it. And we wound up having a lot of them were <laughs> hang up all over his house or their house. But then he had a bunch of them. He wound up giving me a bunch of them, and. Um, uh, you know, I had them and hanging up all over my house, and uh, he still had a bunch of them in in, in, uh, in storage room that he just ran out of room to to um, you know to to put them. He had Fred Stone and uh, what they were yes. Richard Stone, Reeves, I, and I went Genez with him to the storage Cortez. unit. And I'll tell you, just because I know you know the world is small, especially with these you know race truckers, is it is our dear friend Francis Labelle. Fran mm-hmm. Labelle is who made the connection the between great, your your the, dad, the great Fran and. Labelle. And he arranged that lunch, and he picked the spot, and he's, you know, about the, the biggest-hearted, most wonderful human on the planet, but that Fran. And so he, he gets all the credit that I got to meet your mom and dad. Uh, he's, and we were very, we had a great time. He, Franny's the best, man. He's, he's, the, yes, he's the he best. Yes, he is. He really is the best. Well, I was, um, I was, ha- when I when I saw you, you had texted me or, or private messaged me that you guys had something going on, uh, um, I was. It was really, you know, it's. it's I, I smile because, uh, I mean, I've been doing the show now not quite a year. I mean, it's been about mm, ten months, and we've had you on, I think, three or four different times for, you know, major <laughs> announcements. So, like, you guys are doing so good, and and all of this was done. Uh, I mean, we're kind of still under pandemic condition in some ways. I mean, it's getting a little weird, but, I mean, all of this was done essentially during. Um, the COVID situation where it seems like a lot of other things, you know, nothing got done and, and you guys were able to continue to expand your reach and, and, and get new uh, facilities and new programs. And, and I, I just think that that's a, uh, a real, um, you know, it, it's a real tip of the cap to, to you and, and, and all the people oh. that work at the TRF and uh, you know, you guys that, are doing well, important it, work. And to everyone who supports us, Chuck. So please know, you know, we, we who work, for the organization, you know, we serve these horses, and we just are so dedicated to them. But, but I'll tell you, the whole year, the crazy year we've been through, has been nothing but an affirmation of how many people care about our horses. You know, we're just the conduits, right? We just harness sort of the energy and the opportunity. Yes, we have to seize it and execute on it, but it would be nothing without the many, many individuals who give, who tell the story, who give us a platform. I mean, I, I wish I could 
properly convey that to you and to all your listeners. So I, other than I'm sorry, they have to keep hearing my, my voice. My husband's like, enough already with you and the talking. <laughs> but, <laughs> you, you know, I'm just speaking for these horses, and, and that's the real story. The real story is that people love these animals, and, and lots of people want to help them. We want to be here to help make that happen. So these are, I'm going to plan to keep coming to you every time there's big news, uh, Chuck, because you've been such a great advocate for us. And congratulations as you come up on a one-year anniversary. I feel like you've been doing this forever. Um, <laughs> I'm just glad you're doing it and, and giving so many folks a chance to, to tell their stories in all the different facets of racing. <laughs> Thank you. I, I appreciate it. It's uh it was funny. I did a show last night and I was so depressed because <laughs> I was just like, man, I'm so tired of arguing about, about issues, you know, like, uh, today's show is going to be a positive show. And, uh, it, oh. it was, and then you, you just kind of capped it <laughs> off because, uh, honestly, nothing makes me happier than, than, than seeing more facilities like this that are, that are, uh, you know, funded properly, that are, that are done right. And, um, you know, th- that are putting horses in and, uh, in good spots and because the horses deserve it. And, uh, like I said, all the praise I give you guys, you, you, it's, it's deserved. And, and listen, I, I want to get you on like every month. I'd like to see you guys every month do, do something else and have another fundraiser. <laughs> well, be careful. But, uh, You'll be you careful know. what you wish for. But, uh, uh, well, anytime. I, we, we want to use those moments properly, but if we can keep having good news, uh, we will bring it to you because yes, the world does need more good news. And, and I am honored that we have, something that can lift some spirits. We want to lift your spirits, dear friend, as you work away. And so many folks, you know, just the world is sort of exhausting, but we've got stories that can lift those spirits. And, and it's all from the horses. This, I, actually, I gave you one little little side bit, bit that as I just came in to do a call, I was out in the fields here at Chestnut Hall, and I'm walking around the farmhouse right now. But there's this neighbor, there's all these neighbors. We have 17 houses that share the fence line with us here in this, this beautiful suburb. So we were out there in the field because some of the neighbors were in their backyard, and it was a, a mom and her son. And then she said, I have to tell you, my mother is 87 years old, and she lives with us, and she's been really blue. This has been a tough year. You know, she's just depressed a lot, which we all, we all know how that feels and, and have family members that we love that feel that way. She said that when these horses arrived last week, it has lifted her spirits. She gets up and she comes out here and just watches them. And then she came out of the house, and I just met her. Her name is Marilyn. And she has a crush on, um, on, on Manny, who's our herd leader. I mean, and it was just the same story that you're saying, Chuck, is that those horses, all they did is show up, and they lifted the spirits of, of people who don't know anything about them. So that's just the beauty of these creatures. They just they have that gift, <laughs> and we have the gift of telling people about it. So, um, you know, let's, let's all try to be that light in somebody else's life, I guess, not to get too cheesy on you, but I do think we can learn something from these horses in that way that they do that. That's great. Well, anytime, Kim, you're always welcome. And, uh, we always love to, to preach, uh, the, the, uh, the story of, of horse, uh, aftercare and, and, uh, particularly the, uh, the TRF and, and you, and, uh, again, anytime, uh, we're always, uh, willing to, to spread the good news. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you so much. You be well, and you make a trip to Louisville soon, okay? All right, you got it. Thank you, Kim. Take care. <laughs> All Bye-bye. Right. All right, that's Kim Ware of the TRF. They opened up a new facility in Prospect, uh, Kentucky, which is right outside of Louisville, and uh, seems like they're they're doing really well. They're getting more and more um, areas covered, and uh, it's a good thing. Um I do appreciate everyone's uh, 
listening and and uh my guest today aaron veracruzzi who's got me completely confused about the derby now and he's got me liking horses i didn't like before <laughs> um uh i want to thank sal sinatra for for his time and uh giving us a quick update on the situation at laurel and then pimlico for the preakness and uh on the potentially uh new conditions that that he's uh intent on riding and, and of course kim weir for her uh, update on the trf and, and what they're doing uh hopefully uh hopefully everyone uh has a good rest of the week and we have uh two final derby preps this week the arkansas derby which is not looking like a stellar um race to be honest with you it's uh it's kind of uh um concert tour and the five dwarfs and the the lexington which i think will be drawn tomorrow so we'll see the lexington is is literally the last chance uh the the last chance uh for gas man this is it no more points after this week so the derby field will be set in that the points won't change. We'll obviously have some late defections, as we always do. Some horses that will be looking uh, from the outside in might get bumped up and get lucky and get in. And um, you know, this time next week, we'll have a, a far better idea of uh, of what's going on. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we will be back at you next week. Why, in the past decade, has BRL Equine become the premier equine supplement company in the industry? Because we spend millions in research and development before we ever put out a product. Because we use only FDA-supervised facilities to manufacture for us. Because what we say is in them is in them. Because they work. Because if you're not happy, I'll give you your money back. And because top trainers and veterinarians in thoroughbred racing, standard bread racing, three-day eventing, and barrel racing all trust in BRL Equine. Shouldn't you? To find out more how Flexify HA, Unlock, Bleeder Shield, and EPO Equine can help you, contact me, Joseph Volante, 215-501-6880. This is the Going in Circles podcast, hosted by Horseman. Chuck Simon. To become a sponsor, to suggest topics, or for questions, email goingincirclespodcast at gmail.com and log on to our Facebook page, Going in Circles Podcast.